Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. This is actually our 2000th episode. Yes, 2000. <laughs> I remember when I actually had the idea for this. It was uh, uh, 2000 days ago. You know, there's actually been probably more days than that because I wind up every year, I wind up missing one or two days. Not intentionally, because my intention is to do one every day. And if I know I'm going to be out of town or traveling, I'll do two or three in advance, that type of thing, if I have to. But every time, every year, as a matter of fact, it happened uh, just a couple weeks ago, um, that I'll think I had done it and I'll get distracted during the day and I wind up not doing it. Have y'all ever done that with stuff? (laughs) So anyway, the 2000th episode. So I'm going to ask you to do something right now, okay? And even maybe after I request this, you can pause the video or the audio of the podcast, whatever you're doing. I'm sorry, the audio, yeah. And... um, and do this. Uh, uh, share with other people about this time. That's how people find out about it. And I have people all the time saying they had a friend that said, hey, you need to listen to this. And so uh, if somebody crosses your mind right now, do that. And if it also crosses your mind, and if you seek the Lord and he encourages you to do it, uh, support these time together. Really, the best way to do that is to go to my website. It's dalemore.tv. Now, my website is messed up. As a matter of fact, I haven't been able to post to it in that for three months, and I can't figure it out. So the last day you'll see there is February the 2nd when you pull it up, but you'll see a Patreon link there. and That still works. You can click on that Patreon link, and uh, uh, and, and you can give as you desire to. So, And then I always ask that you really, really pray for us and uh, uh, continue to you know join with us, because I think God just really reveals a lot of things to us as we're just uh, talking about with the Word of God, and you uh, send you know questions to me back and forth, and uh, folks run into me all the time and ask me stuff. So anyway, that's, that's just the fun of the kingdom of God, isn't it? So we're in the second chapter of Acts right now. And if you remember, Peter stood up, the Holy Spirit falls on, on, on the people that were gathered together praying, and there was a ruckus, there was noise, and the Jewish people in Jerusalem heard it, and they started coming, and the people were speaking in languages that were not their native languages, and they were proclaiming, remember what they were proclaiming? They're proclaiming the great things, the mighty deeds of God. So it said in verse 14, we've covered these three or four verses, so let me read them, and then we'll press on. Peter took his stand with the eleven, said, taking his stand with the eleven, he stood up, he raised his voice, and he declared to them, to all the people gathering. He said, men of Judea and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give heed to my words. For these men are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only third hour of the day. It's only nine o'clock in the morning. But this is what was spoken of through the prophet Joel. And then Peter starts quoting extensive passages from Joel and other Old Testament writings. So what does that tell us about Peter? Well, a couple of things. It tells us that he knew the word to some degree. Now, it also tells us that the Holy Spirit was moving in and through him. The Holy Spirit was speaking to him. Would it be possible for the Spirit to speak forth a quote from the uh, Old Testament that Joel didn't know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt it could be. But I think that he had been in the word of God. I know that he had been with the word of God. Okay, so here's what he says, verse 17, right out of Joel. And it shall be in the last days, God says, 
that I will pour forth of my spirit on all mankind and on your sons and your daughters and your sons and daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. Now we stopped right there, I believe, in the previous episode, but that's in the middle of a sentence. The sentence continues in verse 18. It says this, even on my bond slaves, both men and women, I will in those days pour forth of my spirit and they shall prophesy. That's in the verse 18. Now there's more that Peter's going to quote to Job. Let me just sort of comment on this right here. Can you believe it? Hang on a second. There goes my phone. Every time I start doing this, the phone goes. <laughs> okay, I'm back. I, I never do answer it. I just let it sort of ring out. Then it rolls over and I can catch the message later, right? <laughs> so we, we've already covered what it said in verse 15 about the Spirit coming upon all of humankind, upon mankind, sons and daughters. It's clarified a little more in verse 18. Even on my bond slaves, both men and women. So it, he's not... Uh, Peter's not quoting Joel and saying, hey, everybody's going to be saved now, all of mankind, because of what's happened. Verse 18, it says, bond slaves. Bond slaves. Those are believers. Those who repent and confess and call upon the name of the Lord. That's who the Spirit will fall upon. And the Lord will pour forth the Spirit. Can the Lord pour forth the Spirit upon somebody who's an unbeliever? Oh, yeah, yeah. You see some examples of that in Scripture, some things. Yeah. But he does it to his purpose. It doesn't mean that they're in right relationship with God, that he's doing something in and through them. Here he says, both men and women will experience this. I will do this in those days. He says, I'm going to pour forth my Spirit. And the men and women, the sons, the daughters, they shall prophesy. They shall prophesy. Now, what does that mean? You know, now, if you've been with us for a while, you know, we did a whole series on the, the power of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, how the Holy Spirit pours himself forth in believers and some of the uh, um, terminology that's used to describe that. You see in 1 Corinthians 12, Romans 12, Ephesians 4 and 1 Peter 4. And you see there's a spiritual gift of prophecy. There's a spiritual empowerment of prophesying. Okay, And there is that spiritual empowerment of prophesying that does foretell events that are yet future. You know, we'll read that out of the Old Testament and say, oh, yeah, they did that then, but then we don't want to receive it and accept it now. No, that does happen now. That does happen. But also, don't forget what I think is the primary understanding of this, because this is what you, we really see a lot, that prophesying is literally just speaking forth the truth of the Word of God. It's just the truth of the Word of God. So when you sit there and you look at somebody and say, you know, I want you to know that God really loves you. You're literally prophesying over them. You're literally prophesying over them. When you sit there and look at somebody who's unsaved and you share the gospel and you tell them, Lord Jesus Christ died for you. And if you repent and confess and call upon his name, he will save you and transform you. You are prophesying over them. See, we don't think of it that way, do it? But we are empowered by the Holy Spirit to prophesy. Now, is there uh, that that Holy Spirit empowerment is uh, one thing, but it's like this: there's also a spiritual gift of faith. There's a spiritual gift of giving. Well, these are things that you have to have faith to be saved. But there's a spiritual giftedness of faith. We are all told that we need to give and to help those that are poor. And we're to give as the Lord leads. But there's a spiritual gift of giving. Same way with prophesying. You know, you may not feel that you could even talk or say anything. But when you sit there and tell somebody, God loves you. 
when you tell somebody, God hasn't forgotten you. You are prophesying such powerful truth over them. You know, a lot of times we think you have to be standing in the pulpit or leading something. No, 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 no. When you speak forth the truth of the Lord, you are prophesying. And let me tell you what, folks, it changes everything. Because all of a sudden you realize, because the scripture has a lot to say about this. Are we going to be speaking forth the blessing of the Lord, the prophesying of the Lord? Are we going to be speaking forth the cursing of my soul and the cursing of my flesh or what I think about something? You know, the last thing in the world that anybody wants to hear is what I think about something or what is my vision about something or what do I want to do? No, what I want and what we all should want is to have our mind in alignment with the mind of the Lord. And when our spirit is aligned with the spirit of God, then that which we shall speak or that which we shall prophesy will be that which comes to fruition because it's what the Lord wants to do. So let me just read this whole sentence again, and I'm out of town. He says this, In these last days, God will, will pour forth his spirit on all mankind, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall see dreams. Even on my bond slaves, both men and women, I will in those days pour forth of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. He starts with the pouring forth of the spirit. He ends with the pouring forth of the spirit. It happened on that day. It happens every time somebody calls upon the Lord and is saved. And then thereafter, we'll talk more about that later. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.